Can an albatross really sleep while it flies? Can an albatross? I don't. What's an albatross? Is it a bird? <laughs> <laughs> The Drop Back with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns Peak, Joe Costanzo, and Sam Wilson. Hello, and welcome back to the Drop Back Podcast. I'm Sam Lewis, and joined today by Matt Burns Peak, Joe Costanzo, Alex Voice Joyce. Dylan Oakley, I'm making his drop-back debut, it's Josh Bailey. I'm not going to ask how you're all doing. Let's go. J- Josh, you're the, here for the first time. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm, I'm good, thank you. I'm wonderful. <laughs> I'm very excited to be here. I'm very happy. Um, yeah, let's go. Yeah. J- Josh, is one of, Josh is one of our writers, big mm-hmm. Kansas City Chiefs team fan. Yeah. No, he's not a team. He's uh, a team in himself. He could be a team. He could be a team. Yeah. <laughs> or, <laughs> All right, work your way backwards. Dylan, you all good? You ready? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'm looking forward to this draft, I think, more than maybe kind of some in recent years because it seems a lot more, like, unpredictable. So I think it's uh, going to be good. Yeah, that's a good point from Dylan. I should probably explain what we are actually doing today. It's going to be... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be it's going to be a mock draft. We've each got five or six teams. We're going to work our way through that, I know, because, you know, the drafts this week probably should do we're a, ju- a little just bit more about it. first round, though. Alex, you don't have anything to do with the Saints today, which is all LSU, which is unusual for you. But are you, are you ready for this? Yes, I am. I'm actually excited to not have anything to do with the Saints or LSU for a change. So, yeah. <laughs> As he says, like all the LSU stuff in the background. Like, yep. <laughs> yeah, Alex, do you reckon you can get through this without picking a single LSU player? Um, yes, the teams that I've got listed, I don't think I'll be picking LSU player with any of them. So, uh, oh yeah. damn, <laughs> I'll believe it when I see it. All right, Joe, Joe, who was trying to make um pre-draft trades to get his Ravens, are you you all right without doing that? Uh, yeah, I can't guarantee they're going to be any good, but all right. I, I will pick them nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> and Matt, you're here again. So, all right, cool. Let's move straight into it with the first overall pick. Jacksonville Jaguars with their GM, Joe Costanzo. Poor Joe. Who just got told he was their GM about two minutes prior to recording this. Uh, <laughs> I can thank Sam All Lewis the preparation then. I mean, to be fair, if there's one position you should be able to do is the first overall pick without any prep. So, yeah, yeah, well, because it's the Jaguars and they kind of suck, I'm just going to go best player available, um, which to me is Aiden Hutchinson. Okay. Ooh. You don't... Um, do I need to explain nice. why? Or? Uh, it would help, yes. Nice, yeah. It, we would rattle, we're going to rattle through this quickly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's pretty much, um, in most people's boards, the top edge rusher in the draft. There always seems to be one. Maybe not as athletic as prior years, but seems to be have a high football IQ on like how to read blocks and fast hands. Yeah. I like him. Very nice. Okay, you don't need. Plus, more than you can pick literally anyone, yeah. like any of the top. That's the beauty of the number one pick yeah. for Jacksonville when you don't need a quarterback. Fully you just suck. Pick your best player. Yeah. Um. So that yeah. leaves Detroit Lions and Josh. Were you expecting Hutchinson to be on the board here? Uh, I wasn't. No. Um. So I have gone for Kayon Tierbo instead. Mm. Um. I know a lot of people are probably expecting him. He's been obviously before maybe a couple of months ago. He was higher up, and he's definitely fallen now. Um, but I think he is just probably the, he's probably the best player, and they need they need elite players. You know, he's he's got an ideal frame. 
He's got an elite first combo, which obviously that's 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 a killer, and that's what really makes him stand out. He's also really strong in the run game as well. You know, he's got heavy hands and he does a good job in holding the point of attack too. The only thing is he kind of like lacks a bit of refinement, but that's really his only true weakness. And he still had 91.5 pass rushing grade last year. Um, so he's still a really, really good player. I mean, your Detroit Lions, you need to be just getting really good quality players. Um, the edge is obviously somewhere where they are lacking in quality. I mean, they're locking, lacking quality pretty much all over the field. <laughs> um, so they just need to go for the, the best player. And I think that they will be. But I know I saw something today about the Jags that may be debating about going for Trayvon Walker as well um in as their as their first pick as well so i mean if hutchinson is still there i'm gonna go for hutchinson instead in real life but i yeah tierbo i know that's maybe not what people are expecting but i think they'll do that in the end no i like that and dylan you've just had an article come out of the uh best edge rushers in the draft is that the order you'd have them one two three so it's not, not your not your pick now but between know, those three guys um one thing i, I did think about uh I think he's got the best upside out of all the pass rushes in the in the draft. He needs maybe a bit more work, but I think if uh, the team if the team that take him coach him well, I think he could be um, well incredibly good. Is, isn't he the fellow that apparently people don't think he's got a very good motor? Yeah, yeah, he's that guy. I don't know. I feel it feels like a whole lot of like stuff that's come out since the draft process began more yeah, than anything else. It feels like draft BS. Be... It could be just a lot of smoke smoke screens though. You never know. Mm, like yeah. it could just be a lot, a lot of smoke screens to go because yeah, he does maybe lack a little bit of motor and like you said, need does need a little bit of work. But in like frame, you know, elite first combo, he's got all like the natural skill set to be a really, really good player. Um, so you know, it could boy. be some smoke screens as well. He's a twitchy boy. Yeah, he's more of that like you know how usually there's a big D lineman uh, with like the top pick of the draft who is more of like a twitchy kind of like a traits guy. Rusher. Mm. Do you mean like a trait, like a physical freak? Yeah, or... yeah. I would say he's closer to that than what you get out of Hutchinson. But yeah, I'd say yeah, Hutchinson's probably a bit more polished at this point. Um, Dylan, third overall. Yeah, Houston Texans. So, yeah, I mean they need any position really, which makes my job quite easy because I can realistically just take the player that I like the most. Um, mm -hmm. And and I've. I hate to do it because it, it seems very, uh, well, repetitive at the start of the draft, but we're going for another edge rusher. Um, Fair play. I, I, would, I would take Trayvon Walker here. Um, out of the three, he's actually my personal favourite. Um, he's he's the I think he's the heaviest in the whole class. I might be wrong on that. At least he's the heaviest out of all the top prospects. Um, he's also, I want to say, 6'5". I might be wrong on that. Big dude. I think. There's a lot of him. <laughs> there is a lot yeah. of him. Um, yeah, I actually think, though, he's potentially more ready for the NFL than, for example, Thibodeau. Maybe not Hutchinson, but I do feel like Hutchinson's more of a safer pick. I feel mm. like with Walker, he's extremely strong, he's extremely powerful. He can also be a bit more versatile. He doesn't have to play on the edge. He can play mm. through the middle as well, and at Georgia he did. Um, but also at Georgia, sometimes um, they dropped him back into coverage, where he actually did really well. I, I watched some of his films put together my uh, my article and i was really impressed with how he looked for such a big kind of player how agile he looked um yeah. almost playing more of a linebacker role and i think realistically yeah. the texans need all the help they can get anywhere and the sort of player on defense that's versatile as he is and also as powerful as he is i think would be a perfect fit yeah um my worry with walker is there a little bit on this on your side are you happy enough with him that he's like quite unpolished in terms of his pass rushing 
He's a much better like, yeah, run yeah. defender at this point. Yeah, so basically at Georgia, the majority of his work was uh, run stopping. That's what they used him for, um, which, you know, I, I I don't worry about him so much because simply of how big he is. Um, I, I just feel like realistically put him against um, any sort of tackle in the NFL. Okay, he might need a bit of work at the start. Um, but I think because of his his physical like his physical stature, um, I don't see why he wouldn't be able to be particularly effective in the pass rush. Um, and again, it, it, similar to Thibodeau in that sense, if he's coached correctly, um, I think he could potentially be the best player in this draft. Yeah, and to be fair, there's always a high floor if he's always going to be good against the run. Like yeah, you get exactly. these guys that come out that have high sack numbers because they just sprinted past like slow ass tackles. Mm. Like if you're playing in the SAC and you're a good run defender there. That's probably going to translate to the NFL. <laughs> exactly. Okay, moving on to the number four overall pick, Matt Burns Peak oh, and shit. the New York Jets. That me. Um, well, I had Thibodeau and Walker. Um, I sort of assumed one of them might <laughs> might still be here. To be honest, I thought um, maybe the Texans would go tackle or something. Um, so mm, this is a, t- a toughie because. I, I want to go with the source. I want to go with Source Gardner, but I, I kind of feel like four might be a bit of a reach. Um, but I don't fucking like the Jets anyway, so I'm going to do it. Let's go. Uh, let's go, Source Gardner. Show the show the the uh, the cornerback some love, and he is a very 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 good cornerback. Is he going to be showing up on your DB article that's definitely coming out at some point this week? Oh boy, you better believe he's going to be showing up on that DB article that's definitely coming out at some point this week. <laughs> Big time. Is that what you've got on him so far? He's Big there. time. He's there. He's there. <laughs> You'll, you'll know all about him in the coming days. <laughs> okay, okay, so let's move on to number five, New York Giants. And Alex, who are you taking with your first pick? Yeah, so this is really interesting. It kind of certainly how it's it's turned out so far, because there's a couple of guys that I thought would be gone at this stage. Um, you know, I, I in my mock draft that I did, um, I actually had the Lions taking a quarterback at two. Available on the dropback.com. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But um, but no, I mean, with the Giants, look, I don't believe in, in Daniel Jones at all. And I'm pretty sure like 80% of New York doesn't either. Um, but that said, I, I kind of feel like um, they're going to give him at least one more year, certainly with a new head coach and, and see what Brian DeVol can do with him. So I'm going to go with one of the tackles. And again, I, I actually oh. thought that... Um, mm. Evan Neal would be gone by this stage. Um, That's the guy. But I'm still going to stick with who I originally did in, in my drop, uh, my article. And uh, I'm going to go with uh, the tackle from NC State uh, at Kwonu. Um, he is nice. just large, powerful, ferocious. Um, he'd immediately bring a new level of physicality to the Giants. And, um, you know, he's not just a powerful guy as well. He has displayed a lot of technical excellence. Um, to his game and particularly his development at NC State and um, certainly a lot of draft experts believe that um, you know he could really turn out to be a dominant tackle in the NFL for the next 10 plus years so I'm going to say that the Giants take him put him at left tackle um, or maybe move him to right tackle and pair him with uh, their former first round draft pick Andrew Thomas and Mm. uh, you know, could end up having maybe the best tackle tandem in, in the NFL if, if it pans out. Yeah, nice. I like that. Well, I mean, I don't like that pick because I was going to take a Quanu here with the <laughs> Panthers. But as a as a tackle, he's, he's a very good player. Like Alex said, just a 
dominator pretty much yeah um, i mean yeah i think yeah i think it's kind of 50 50 on whether you'd take him over evan neal from alabama but, um, i was gonna say what what do you think makes him what what would what would make you sort of lean that way between him and neil I, I think to be honest i think neil would maybe be the safer of the two but the impression i get from kind of reading between the lines of, of all the information that's coming out and as you guys pointed out a minute ago you do have to be careful that certainly the week before or the week of the draft there's so much smoke coming out and this guy mm. this team's taking this guy and whatever but um but no i think you know just evaluators think that he maybe has a higher ceiling than, than neil um although at the same time i think neil has um, a different level of versatility to his game. He's, I think he's played all along the line during his time at, at Bama. And Alabama tackles do tend to always work out for the most part. Yeah. So there would be safety there, but but maybe this guy as a prospect could offer more in the long term. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Okay, so that takes me to number six with the Carolina Panthers. And I think every mock draft has, him, has them going with a quarterback. But because I'm not Matt Rule and I don't have to save my job, I'm probably not going to do that <laughs> big, because this is an absolute trash team and putting a quarterback behind that O-line is a is just a disaster waiting for happen. Yeah. Because there's no quarterbacks that can operate behind like... Basically, there's no Joe, Joe Burrow in this draft. It's like, nah. right, just sacrifice me. I'll make something happen either way. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go left tackle. And because Alex took a Quano, I'll go Evan Neal. Like Alex said, polished solid floor you know you're gonna get an nfl level player there from bama um yeah. i think charles cross probably could be a good pass um pass defense uh pass pre- uh, protector even that's the word isn't it yeah what he's trying to do um but yeah i think evan neal's probably just a better overall prospect at this point and pff, i've been stung by andre dillard as a air raid left tackle <laughs> that doesn't translate to the nfl so yeah I, i'm i'm not gonna make that same mistake here he could be a good player though cross but not for me. You also can't take Cross in the top ten out of principle because his parents didn't name him Christopher, and so had, therefore so missed out on one of the biggest opportunities to have a fun named child that there will ever be. Yeah. <laughs> until until he gets like turned around and then he's been crisscrossed. Until he gets crisscrossed, exactly. <laughs> it, oh, it's, it's interesting though because some people had Cross being the top tackle as well. They do. I think it's probably that polish as a as a pass pro guy, but mm. if you're only really ever showing that you can do one thing consistently, basically because of what that offense is, then I think there's a ceiling on how how high up in the draft you're likely to go. Like we saw yeah. Andre Dillard, who was a polished pass pa- uh, rusher, um, protector, fall for that exact same reason. Yeah. Whoopsie. All right. So number. Th- sorry. The only thing I'd say with the Panthers pick here, and I did highlight this in, in my article, and I'm, I'm not trying to promote it. <laughs> No, uh, please, do. Please, do. please do. Yeah. <laughs> um, is that the, the Panthers owner, uh, David Tipper, he is an alumnus of Pitt, University of Pittsburgh. You know, you do sometimes hear of the these owners, they fall in love with a player and it always ends up, tends to be a quarterback and just mm. say, look, I want that guy on the team, particularly as the Sam Donald experiment hasn't worked out. This early though. Oh no, um, no, I, I, I agree. Like that's why Pickett's being basically mocked there every single draft because Matt yeah. Rule recruited him as well when he was at Temple. So, yeah. but no, I don't like Pickett that much. So I'm absolutely, I'm not picking him at six. And I'm yeah. not going to pick either of the two that I like more than him and Malik Willis or Desmond Ritter there either. Sure, sure. But yeah, that I think the likelihood is that they could go, um, Pickett there, which seems ridiculous to me. But if we're doing what we would do in this situation. I'm not touching that. Yeah. 
unless maybe on the night they they kind of see him falling into the 20s and maybe try and draft back into the the first round to land him wouldn't be surprised also, by that or, either also could be a potential yeah because however much these guys have talked up like I, it doesn't feel like a lot of these teams in the top of the draft necessarily need only a quarterback yeah, yeah. having said that se- seven overall joe costanzo atlanta falcons uh- Oh, no, actually, no, did I get it wrong? No, it's the I've Giants. Already, already it's because yeah, yeah. yeah. he's already uh, made it's he's got already, a draft track He's already made screen. his pick. It's the New okay, York Giants. So, <laughs> thankfully, I was going to, if we hadn't already, I was going to address offensive tackle here, but obviously we've got a coin in now. Um, so, for this pick, it's a bit of another pick-me pick because it's the Giants and they kind of suck in a lot of areas. So, <laughs> I'm just going to go best player available, what I see here. Um and that's Kyle Hamilton, the six foot four, two twenty. He's good. Uh, Notre Dame safety. I think his biggest, like he ran a pretty slow forty, right? It was yeah. like four, four five or four six on his, on the the combine, and then Slower four than seven yeah. on his pro day. But then, if you actually watch him on tape, he's got sideline to sideline speed. He's rangy as hell. He's pretty lanky as well. Like he's got long <laughs> arms, so that that really does help. Um. I heard some comparisons to like pro comparisons to Ed Reed, and like anytime I hear that, I feel like that got you going, did it? Yeah, Nostalgia. really. Josh, that was a big gasp. I think coming from yeah. you when that pick came in, that was a gasp. I, I, yeah, obviously, hey, for Atlanta Falcons, I was going for Kyle Hamilton, and I think that <laughs> that's unfortunate, he, mate. I, it is unfortunate. <laughs> I mean, this is the way the draft works, but like on him, he is. I, I he, I think he's an unbelievable player, and I think he is. Mm. The perfect safety almost he's, he's, he's physical good, yeah because he's, he's a good hybrid he can come down and run support as well and it, you don't exactly and I, and also in this in this era of the nfl as well safeties are probably one of the most important positions on the pitch mm. because you're playing such a you know a lot of offense want to be a deep ball offense you know they want that explosiveness so you need a really good safety and, and immediately and especially with the falcons as well they've only got tease tabar and dean marlow as well so I think that you you really he's an incredible he's an incredible player and he's draft stock has probably fallen a bit due to the to the fact he missed the fight the final five games of the season um, with a minor injury but he had three picks and three passes in his first seven outings last year um, so he's he's an he's, he is an incredible player and I know a lot of when you read a lot of people and they've gone in depth they have fallen in love with this player um because they really do think he's this perfect sort of sort of just player just perfect in every single aspect. Yeah, yeah, and I think the the forty that Joe pointed out is only really a red flag. It's a red if he, if there were plays that he's missed because of that. Yeah, exactly. no, Which... like, and honestly, like you can line him up on the line and he'll just like rush the QB and stuff, and he he like mm. it just isn't really representative. It wasn't even that slow. Think. It's not like he's running through. It's tree one of those field. things for you, a, you can't really test the range of a safety using the forty yard dash because there's other elements than just because well, it's re- he's not reading anything beforehand. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He actually had the um. Uh, there's a there's something I was reading up on, and I've got here. Um, his youth trainer uh, credited him with actually the fastest ten yard split he'd ever timed at his facility, and that was when he was 18. Um, so I mean, he's clearly got speed in him, um, which is just something really interesting because obviously the 40 yard dash is slow, but along across a 10 yard split, apparently he's quite fast. Yeah. Plus, no. there's a bunch of stuff when when yeah. people are recording you for the combine and your pro day, you might just get wobbly fuck knees up a little bit on the days. Red red flag. They can't perform in big spots. <laughs> you can't run. So, so can't Josh, run fast in big eighth spots. overall, 
Kyle Hamilton's gone, who you've clearly done a lot of research for, and we're ready to pick him in this spot. Whoops. Oh, I, was, now, I, I was ready. Uh, right, okay, hang on. Give me, hang on. Can, I, can you go to nine and then come back to... Oh, wait, no. No, that's not, not how the draft <laughs> Sorry. works. All right, one, that's not how the draft works. Okay, once again. Let's just run out of time, and then we can go move on. Else <laughs> yeah. Josh's Minnesota Vikings um, all over ooh. the draft. Yeah. <laughs> I really, I really went in on. I really liked Carl Hamilton. Hang on one second. Oh, you Let fell just, in love, and that, love that can't happen at the draft. Who's, who's, I'm afraid. Who, who's on? Who's on the board at this point? Who's like? Who have I got Fucking like an option on? All right. Jo- um, so who, who's gone? <laughs> we'll tell is you. Who's Malik top Willis pop- is still there. So's Pickett. So's Johnson, the edge rusher from Florida State, who He's I good. actually had going at eight to the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want us oh, to re? Uh, do you want us to redo the what's gone gone on so far? while uh, you're thinking? I'll, I'll, I'll pick uh, what Alex said. That because he, that was, he, he, said four, he said four guys. <laughs> I'm picking the one he had at eight for Falcons. Who was it, Alex? Jermaine Johnson. I mean, that's Florida a layup State. if I've ever there seen There we one. go. Jermaine Alex, Johnson. do you want to explain Josh's pick for us? <laughs> Wait. Uh, okay. Is he edge um, or D-line? Sorry. He's edge. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, the Falcons need players every position, um, but they don't have a pass rush. And he'd immediately fix that. So, and he'd be a you know a good young player to start building that defense around. It so. always about the Falcons. Like I've like over the last few years, it always feels like they've needed an edge, and then everyone seems to draft them an edge in the first round, but they never go for an edge. I remember yeah. like a, th- a, th- a couple of, like I think it was two years ago where I don't know who was on the board, but it was a really good edge, and everyone, I think all the draft picks would had them going for an edge, but they never seemed to prioritize that position at all. Yeah, um, silly boys. Is, yeah, which is which is really interesting. Maybe um, it's fatigue I, from being burnt. Derek twice Derek Stingley games. as well, maybe. Um, he could be a really good. He, I mean, he's a really good quarterback. Yeah. Um, I've just uh, he just got up here. I mean, for yeah. uh, LSU as well. Um, so you obviously know a lot about him, Alex. You could probably tell him more about me. <laughs> than I'm going to tell him about. There seems there seems um, to be a reason why Alex hasn't didn't mention him in that list. There is he hoping he falls? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you like Derek Stingley, Alex? Yeah, no, I do. Um, I'm not just saying that as a as an LSU fan, but yeah, I I do. I, I love Derek Stingley. Um, I think he's going to be a phenomenal player uh, at the next level. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, just towards the end of his LSU career, just um, he had a couple of nagging injuries really over the last two seasons. Nothing concerning, more just unlucky really, um, and a little bit of inconsistency in his play. But I think he's he's going to be the next great kind of dbu icon to to play in the nfl the only thing i'd say maybe with the the falcons is that you know what's their future like at quarterback could they maybe make a move here particularly if uh malik willis or someone like that falls to them at at eight i think malik i think the falcons are gonna be so fucking shit this year anyway (laughs) that they can take a quarterback next year when there seems to be some better guys say what you think slew get off the fence (laughs) Yeah, well, they got Mariota for this year. Yeah, but then... He should mean... do well for seven games before getting injured. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is he going to do well for seven games, or is he going to have one good game and six mediocre to bad games? I mean, if you're this Falcons team, I'd take that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, with, I with Mariota being, like, obviously their quarterback, they could maybe try and draft a tackle mm. as well at this point. Um, because, obviously, Mariota very much, you know, likes to carry the ball and run. Um, yeah. So... 
you know, right now that offense is going to be based around, especially that tackle line will be based around the fact that Matt Ryan doesn't really like to leave the pocket. I mean, obviously he can, but, you know, so they might try and expand and try and change it for Mariota yeah. and like you know, with that run, try and get a few better yeah. run blockers on that tackle. Yeah, definitely, because their, their O-line is trash. And as a Saints yeah. fan, I know that because Cam Jordan's always eating them every single year. So. <laughs> <laughs> my, I think my view on the Falcons is if you're bad everywhere, taking a quarterback puts you on a clock like to yeah. get good before that yeah. team's necessarily ready to. Especially yeah. when it doesn't seem like on the fence of it, one of these guys is ready to sort of take a team over and do yeah, something definitely. massive with them. There, All right. There's a lot. Of, sorry, there's just saying there's a lot of teams in this draft, especially in that top ten, where like their lot of their team is really bad. Like mm-hmm. a lot of their team just isn't really good at all. So they could really take anyone, which yeah. I think is what makes this draft so unpredictable. Is because teams, most of the teams in the top eight or ten, need to improve everywhere. So it really could be anyone. Yeah, yeah. And definitely. that co- coinciding with not being a good QB class and being quite a solid class in a lot of other positions. Yeah, it makes it weird. So, Dylan at nine with the Seattle Seahawks. Some more quarterbackless bastards as well. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah. (laughs) Who do they have at QB? Fuck you, mate. They got Geno Smith and... And they've got Drew Locke. Drew Locke, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, so this is an interesting one. In most of my mock drafts um, that I've kind of done just for fun, really, um, I've, I've had them a lot of the time taking Malik Willis if he's available because I feel like it's probably the right thing to do for them um, especially because I mean even even if they don't want to start Malik Willis straight away obviously Drew Luck's not particularly good but he'll he'll you know he, he can he'll stand there fill in. Yeah. yeah yeah they can chuck him out there and he'll do he'll do fine you know I think really for me now at this point it's between probably Malik Willis and Charles Cross because their O-line isn't particularly good I would have also maybe thrown um, Jermaine Johnson in there if he hadn't been taken already because they could do with an edge rusher as well. So However, I think I'm going to go Malik Willis, to be honest. Yeah, Ooh, first makes sense. In, in, in that team as well, if you look at the type of quarterback he is, I'm, I'm, he's obviously not Russell Wilson, but the fact that he's a, a fairly mobile quarterback with a big arm, it you know it it probably wouldn't take too much. Well, they wouldn't have to change the offense a lot for a start for maybe him to be able to fit in to the to their kind of scheme they have. Um, and again, as I made the point about Drew Lock, if they don't want to start him straight away, if they don't think he's ready, Drew Lock can be because realistically, even if they you know whatever they do, they're not particularly going to be good next year, especially in their division, which is you know ridiculous. Yeah. Um. So I but I think if because he's more of a, a I'd say more of a project quarterback that if they He's not going to be good straight away, I don't think. He might he might show flashes, but um, I, I think if they take their time to develop him, I think he could be really good. Um, yeah. And I think probably they're one of the right teams for him to go to. Question, yeah. Dylan. How can you um, develop a quick QB without a tackle? Sorry, I didn't catch all that. <laughs> Do the, who do the Seahawks have at like, offensive tackle right now? Like, what's he called? The guy that they got from the Texans years ago. Um, oh, he must be good. Okay, so no, he was not... good. Fuck, Dwayne Brown. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, fair enough. We just run the other <laughs> way, don't you? Mm. Yeah, also, but also still, the way you deal with a battle line is by being really quick and not standing in the pocket. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I also think this pick makes sense as well because I feel like after now that Russ Wilson's gone, 
it's going to be a bit of a big sad in no, Seattle. Can just so you need like a, a you need a fun lose. pick though, yeah. right? You need a pick the fans going to be like, oh, this could be cool. It's a quarterback, like yeah. it's more, it's more uh, that's exciting a, than a tackle in it. So dead though for like the first round, just picking your QB because it's more fun. Happy, fi- happy and then vibes. The whole good next vibes. year, you just get shat on and blit <laughs> and like suffer. 20 sacks again. But that one night in April makes it all worth it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Seahawks Twitter does seem pretty keen on Desmond Ritter. Really? Yeah, because they think he'll, he'll be good at like the Rams offense. Oh. Like going through progressions and stuff. And they think Malik Willis is basically just, as Dylan alluded to, yeah. Russell Wilson light at this point. Tough. I think that but, would be quite a big reach at this point though if they did go for yeah. Desmond Ritter. Yeah. But you know what it is that a, a fan base will just talk themselves into a Particularly yeah. guy, even though he's not necessarily the answer. Um, yeah. Dylan, why why Malik Willis over any of the other quarterbacks? Is it just his sort of upside at this point? Oh, I would, yeah, I would say upside. I don't, personally, he's not. Um, I, I mean, realistically, I think probably both Pickett and maybe Ritter are probably both more NFL ready than he is at this point. Um, but I, I, yeah, I think simply upside. And again, they're not going to be good for a couple of years, I can imagine, because they, they've got a lot of needs everywhere. Um, and he's not going to, he's also not, you know, he's not, none of the quarterbacks in this draft or what any of the ones they could have got in free agency were going to be able to suddenly make them okay again, you know. Yeah. Um, and so I think they should more so commit to almost a proper rebuild, get their young quarterback and then take the time to develop him, and hopefully he'll turn into something good. But yeah, it's 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 the upside, really, that I like with him. Fair enough. All right, number 10 overall is the New York Jets. Um, <laughs> Matt Burns, Pete, one you did were ready for, yeah? Yeah, I was ready for this one, big boy. Um, we're going to start the uh, the receiver choo-choo it. train. Um, and we're going to go with Jameson Williams. Um, he's a fast boy, and he's got... You know, I know obviously the ACL is a bit of a worry, but I think um, you know, and Slew will attest to this. He's, he he looks like probably the best receiver of the bunch um, out of the out of the group, um, and I think if he if he is fine from the ACL, which obviously is an if, um, then he's going to be so explosive and bring that that explosiveness to a Jets offense, which has been so stale for a long, long time. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Jameson Will- Williams here. Yeah. Bama. So you're just outing him as my favourite guy there. Yeah, he's your yeah. favourite guy. <laughs> no, I, I do like James yeah. Williams. <laughs> if it fails, it's your fault. It's my, my fault. Yeah, you're just taking my adv- advice here. Big time, mate. Yeah. No, I think it's good. I mean, with a lot of these guys, it seems like they're just great receiving prospects. There's, there's a lot of good receivers in this draft. I mean, you take the guy that you can fit what you want to do with. Yeah. And it's probably, I mean, as, as of right now, hard to go wrong. Yeah. But I like him as a field stretcher, which... I mean, if you've got Zach Wilson, who sort of really succeeded in college with deep balls, give him something that you can hurl deep at. Yeah. Did I say Sam Darnold? No, you said, I think you said Zach Wilson. Oh, no. I mean, they're very similar in that respect. <laughs> All right. Number 11 overall, the Washington Commanders. <laughs> <laughs> and <it's>, uh, <laughs> Sorry, that was out loud. <laughs> it's Alex. <laughs> who did the, yeah, who's the so... Commanders' first ever draft pick? <laughs> yeah, so I'm um, I'm also going to take a receiver. Um, in my mock draft, I had uh, the Jets taking Garrett Wilson from Ohio State. So it, I don't know. It feels like it's a really hard draft to figure out which is the best receiver prospect. Um, there mm. just seems to be a lot of guys that feel like they're going to be home runs. Mm. Um, 
I mean, I've seen a few mock drafts that have Drake London, the USC receiver, being the first one off the board, Whoa. um, sort of around this stage. Good but, name. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go with with Garrett Wilson. Um, I, I originally had um, Washington taking Olave here, but I think if Wilson's still on the board, they um, they might take him instead. Um, he seems to be someone whose whose draft stock has really um, risen uh, after the the previous college season. And um, yeah, he's just an excellent route runner. Uh, got legitimate separation skills, and um, you know would be. Yet another Ohio State receiver on the Washington team to, to pair with uh, Terry. So, yeah. yeah. And the good thing is he's got Carson Wentz to throw the ball as well, so that's a guaranteed success. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. So w- what is it about Wilson then that has you taking him over the other guys still on the board or, or in your mock draft over Jameson Williams? I don't know, really. I think it's just, as I say, it feels like it's such a hard year to to know who's gonna, like, who's really the top receiver prospect. I mean, last year it was, I think, I thought it was pretty clear that the chase seemed for most people was going to be the guy. Um, but um, yeah, I, I just, I think he had a very productive year at college and certainly showed what he can do in the NFL. And um, and really, I think maybe actually out of all the receivers. If you were to say which one would, is most likely to be offensive rookie of the year, I think he'd probably be at the top of the board. So I don't know. That's dependent, obviously, on what team you go to, what quarterbacks, you know, throwing the ball, and and can he stay healthy? But um, yeah, I think yeah. Um, just I, I think that's common with like most positions this year, like not in just the wide receiver, but like kind of everywhere. There's a lot of overlapping talent. Normally, there is yeah. one standout person, especially in the top, like, 32. But here, there is a lot of, you know what, if you end up drafting this person, it's not the end of the world because they offer different things and just as much as the, the person you've just missed out before. So it does seem like a lot of overlapping talent, which, again, why it makes this year so unclear. Um, and I guess if you do end up with someone that maybe wasn't your first choice, you're not going to be disappointed because they're still a really good players that offer a lot of quality. Yeah, Except absolutely. I was going to say, I think it's helped by the fact that the QBs are universally considered pretty pants. So yeah. people have sort of looked like, at other positions. Every year, more. you'll usually get a few QBs who people are like reaching on as going as first round picks just mm. because of the market. But yeah. I feel like this year, it's opened up to a lot more positions. Anyway, yeah. I think it's number 12. <laughs> it is It is number the 12. The Vikings. Minnesota. I don't know who's picking. Minnesota. Oh, it's Slew. It, yeah, so I think, I mean, the Vikings seem to have a lot of needs, especially on defense, which sort of let Mike Zimmer down in the latter years of his tenure there. Hmm. But if Derek Stingley is still there, then this pick takes about 10 seconds to get in. I, I mean, I could sabotage them and hope he falls to the Eagles, but if you're the <laughs> Vikings GM, then there's no way that Derek Stingley should make it past you at 12. Um, oh, yes, yeah, I think arguably maybe the best corner in this draft. I know... People are very high on Sauce Gardner. You can get lost in the Sauce. People are... It's a throw up between the two, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, throw up and Sauce will come down with it. I mean, if you're taking that one, one, which is only one healthy year of Derek Stingley, it's probably one of the best college years we've seen from a cornerback. And if you're taking him this early, it's probably based on that one year. And on that year, he's probably a top five pick. So, yeah, Derek Stingley at 12. Yeah, he's very good. And you can have him do whatever you want. You have his zone... Uh, he's a bit of a playmaker. I'll shut guys down one-on-one. I yeah. like it. 
Yeah. Am I, right, I, am, am I right in saying the... I might be wrong, but I'm right in saying over the last year, uh, Vikings have drafted a lot, like a, a couple of corners anyway, as well, though, because they, their corner core is quite young, isn't it? Their corners are Patrick Peterson. <laughs> and, but you are... Like, it was a couple of years ago, they took people like Mike Hughes. Yeah, that was it, yeah. Trey Waynes, was he another Vikings guy? Yep. Yeah, so those uh, were They like... took the guy from... Um... Oh, was it last year, year before they took guy from Mississippi State? Um, wasn't it the other, the, the former first round guy that they had to release? Had the gun charges or something those, like yeah. that, wasn't it? I cannot remember. But... It was either in the first or second round. Um... The first round corner you're talking about? Yeah, I think it was like two years ago, maybe maybe less. I, I, I cannot remember. Maybe. I vaguely remember that being a thing. That wasn't, AJ. it wasn't, well, Mike Hughes is on the Bengals now. Was it Trey? Is he? Is Mike Hughes on the Bengals? Oh, yeah, Dylan. Yeah, did, Mike, Dylan's Mike, yeah. yeah, yeah, we've got Mike Hughes. We did have Trey Waynes as well. We signed him for a way too much money and then he got injured and we never played him, so that was worth it. Uh, we're, we're referring to uh, Jeff Gladney, are we not? Trey Waynes. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's for, uh, yeah, being a dickhead. Okay. Cool. <laughs> right. Um, I think it's my pick now at 13 with the Texans again. Uh, if it was me... It is I, you. Well, if it was me before, I probably would have hoped to choose. Um, I was maybe would have hoped that we could have got Trayvon Walker here rather than like. Wow, that would have three. been a hell of a fall from where he, like <laughs> he's he's predicted to maybe go number one overall. I don't yeah. think he's that that's nah. good, but that's, that's not happening. Have you not we seen all the, all all of the insider mock drafts are having him going yeah, up yeah. there? Yeah, the only thing that kind I of think, sucks. I think... Sorry, I think on, um, on there was I can't remember what site it was, but there was a betting site that had him odds on favourite to go first over Aiden Hutchinson. Now, so. yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, so Edge is sorted. It's a pick me again. I can pick anyone because we're the fucking Texans. Um, <laughs> You've got the draft order up, and neat. It says every position. Yeah, literally. <laughs> They're the only on this website we're using to like have oh. the rankings of like just put the draft picks in uh every team has actual needs and then just for the houston yeah. it says every position <laughs> who's that, who that up there someone else says, says every position it's oh the houston texas, the texas yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Double. O- um, is still on the board so yeah my thing is i could go charles cross potentially oh yeah chris cross still there i could also go drake london yeah cool name I feel like Charles Cross is the better player available, but they also really need a receiver. So, have they got anyone except Brandon Cooks? Um, probably. Oh, bit, what Kiki Kuti? Is he still there? Okay, oh, I'm, ta- I'm taking oh, Drake. I'm, I'm taking Drake London on on this <laughs> conversation alone. Um, yeah, yeah. In so Drake London, he's pretty good, right? He's like six foot four, like big ra- big ranger guy, likes yep. contact. Uh, probably what you've been missing a lot since DeAndre Hopkins left. I'm not comparing the two because they're not really comparable. But um, yeah, I like. I guess I would have rather have had Drake London in this position rather than Garrett Wilson for the Texans because I think they probably, with Brandon Cooks there as like the stretch the field guy, they yeah. they probably need a guy to go up and get it a bit more in yeah. 50-50 situations and I guess Drake London can be that for them. Um. Yeah. Any nice thoughts? I kind of regret not taking Charles Cross though. Because regret. 
has the card gone in yet? Have you have you yeah, locked I've, it in? I've, I've, I've locked it in. That card in. There's no going back. No, <laughs> now no. it's the Ravens at fourteen. Did you did you not take Charles Cross so the Ravens can take Charles Cross? No, because I well. Yeah. Oh, you think uh, he's so this slick? Is, I don't want the Ravens. This is pressure now. Cross. Like who 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 I've got here? Because like obviously Joe's clearly like an expert on this, and like, I'm honestly get please fuck up. You. Okay. Right. I have got. I, I, I'm split between two. I've got either. Just Jordan just the Davis. reference. This is the Baltimore Ravens. Yes. Yeah, Baltimore. I've got Jordan Davis, or Trevor Penning. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna I wanna put in a case. I'm not sure which one. So. Jordan Davis, I like because if and if he's on the ball, I think it's ideal. He's strong at stopping the run game, and he's also improving the passing game too. Um, and obviously, a powerful defensive line is always the priority in Baltimore. You know, they do love it. I think that's right, Joe. Um, and he's he's yeah, got a player great. that's and he's got a player that you know he's a lot of potential. However, I also like the idea of a tackle on Trevor Penning because obviously the Ravens. There's a kind of like a hole at right tackle. You know, thir- uh, Morgan Moses mm. is 31 years old. Um, brown shaped hole. And also Ronnie Stanley as well struggled to stay healthy. And Penning is, I think they've kind of, people have kind of got him going a little bit lower, but he is really good. You know, he's, he's really explosive. He's got good agility to kind of get on the perimeter. And his main strength also is his run game. He, you know, he's nasty. and He's a physical player too. And obviously that is, that is the Baltimore's identity, especially with Lamar Jackson. Um, and, you know, he's also really aggressive too, which is what you love. Is, um, is Penning the one, am I right in thinking Penning's the one who's an absolute shithouse He's bastard. an absolute twat, which is yeah. a strength and a weakness. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. He's, and another weakness as well is that also he's also, his size and he can't really bend very well, um, which is also going to be a lot of issue between like, smaller like uh, defenders. Uh, smaller yeah, they said that about Brown. Um, it's like well. a big nasty ogre. <laughs> so that's the only one. Um, I'm Brown not Jr. sure... What I'm going to go for, um, Joe? Who would you go for? No, 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 no help. No, you don't get any help. We gave you, <laughs> we gave you time would... for the Atlanta Falcons. Okay. Can, <laughs> can I say can I, I wouldn't pick? go for either of them? He wouldn't go he for wouldn't either go of them. Okay. okay. I, I'm going to go. Um... I don't mind one of them. Get the bastard. I, 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 you don't mind one of them? Oh god. There's some pressure. Josh, about 150 miles away from him. I wouldn't worry about him. He's not running up to Josh. Okay, I I looked at Trevor Penn earlier today, but last night I picked Jordan Davis. I'm going to pick Jordan Davis. Okay, yeah, I didn't mind that one. I love Jordan Davis. Yeah, Jordan Davis is good. Um, The only thing I would have rather, when you were saying about Trevor Penning, I would have rather had uh, Tyler Linderbaum, the centre out of Iowa, because we... Probably have a bigger need at centre than we do offensive tackle. At was the it moment. you? Was it the Ravens last year that the yeah, game where they had like four issue snaps, like back to back to back? Yeah, you yeah, by big two centres. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> that kind of says how great we are. It's high for a centre though, isn't <laughs> it? Fourteen. Overall. Yeah, but he is apparently like the centre prospect of the decade or whatever. Wow, like, and then they were like, I missed out on oh, that yeah, one. Yeah, but he's yeah. still only like ninth best in the draft or whatever. Who, who would you have drafted there, Joe? Who would you have liked with the options you got there? Linderbaum. No, out of the two that... Oh, out of the two there, I would have picked Jordan Jordan Davis over yeah. um, Penning. I mean, talent-wise, okay, cool. you, there's an argument that Jordan Davis is the best player in the draft, just from a pure talent perspective. Jordan Davis. Yeah, and he'll fit in well with the defensive line. I think he's fucking got... that, That's what Jordan Davis, he does fit in well with the scheme, doesn't he? Yeah. 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 Like The biggest knock against him as well is that what his size means he can't play a full like game of snaps but then in the national championship game he basically played 
every snap is because Georgia was so good they didn't need him to, mm. pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's a good man. Alex, what did Jordan Davis do to you guys in the SEC? Pain. Is that fun? Sorry? Was Jordan Davis fun to play against in the SEC? Well, we played against him in the SEC championship game um, 2019, but I can't actually remember what it was like, to be honest. <laughs> It'll be a nightmare to play with. All right. So, number 15 overall, Philadelphia Eagles. Who? Wait, who's drafting here? Dylan, right? Oh, yeah, please yeah. Give, give him an absolute loose pick, please. Whatever <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so... says now cannot annoy me more than that live Jalen Rago reaction. That was fantastic. And I, I'm, <laughs> I'm almost glad that I was right about it. Yeah. <laughs> he was so fuming about Jalen Rago. So, Amazing. yeah, I mean, looking at the Eagles, I, I'm, I'm not going to take him, but I, I, uh, I'm surprised Charles Cross has fallen this far. I'm not going to take him, though. Um, sorry, he's going to fall further. Um, I think, I think realistically, the biggest needs that I've probably seen for the Eagles against Sam, feel free to correct me on this. I would say probably cornerback is one of them. I've, you've got Darius Slade, but I feel like someone else to partner him would be it would be a good pick. I, also, my other option, wide receivers there. I'm also thinking maybe edge rusher too. To be honest, um, Dylan. Everywhere on defense, plus Ed Rusher, pretty <laughs> much. Uh, plus wide receiver, pretty much. Yeah, so I, I mean, the one that I've kind of had in my head, um, and that I, I would, you know, I'd plan to take if I was the Eagles, would probably be Trent McDuffie, um, the corner. I, I'm, I don't know too much about him necessarily. However, in terms of uh, the Eagles' needs, I think corner's possibly one of the biggest needs. Um, I mean, as I say, they've got Darius Slade, but someone else on that other side to partner him, I think, would really complement well. And as you said, the Eagles' defense is not good. And, um, you know, I think especially, okay, they've they've been a bit suspect, but coming up against the Cowboys twice a year, they've got, you'd like to think, a decent offense, um, or they should have anyway with the players they've got. Um, and realistically, I think looking at the division, it's probably going to be, it's going to be the Eagles or the Cowboys most likely to win the division. Um, and I think taking a player on defense is a good way to be able to, you know, challenge the the um, the Cowboys. And I mean, I, as I say, wide receiver was a temptation here because you know Jalen Rager. <laughs> um, <laughs> however, um, I I don't know. I feel like there's more pressing needs, and I think corner is probably one of them. Yeah. Do you want to know some interesting facts about Trent McDuffie that he's I've a accidentally fucking T-Rex. pulled up? <laughs> no, he's five foot eleven, so he's. A- he is zero arms. Yeah. He is he is all um, wrist. <laughs> yeah, five foot eleven people don't have arms, confirmed. No, no he he has the shortest arms of any corner that would be drafted in the first round in history. Cool, cool. He's also only allowed two deep receptions in his entire career. What about them legs though? and didn't allow more than thirty nine yards per game in twenty twenty one. Yeah. He's he's a good player, Trent Trent McDuffie. I think if if he yeah. like rate wise if he had a bit better, arms. he would he would be in the conversation. Uh, T Rex was a lot an apex predator, my friend. That's true. <laughs> yeah. And it'll be the first uh, cornerback that the Eagles would have taken in 20 years. If they do take a cornerback. In the first round. In the first round, yeah. Yeah, it shows. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I do like Trent McDuffie. I don't know if I've like fallen in love with him because he does have nice eyes, though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hungry ass. <laughs> <laughs> and... I don't know the the when everyone keeps banging on about having short arms, it does put me off a little bit. Having seen what um, 
Oh, you're like girls on Tinder who are like, no, can't be less than six. Well, no, but I've seen Avante Maddox <laughs> struggle to make plays because he can't quite reach the ball for the last three or four years. See, that's quite funny though, in a way. It's a good joke. <laughs> it's a good joke. But yeah, I don't know. I, I would really like Jordan Davis to fall to this spot. I don't think we'd take him. Well, he's not in this scenario, mate, so move on. I know that's why I said I would have really liked Jordan get, Davis get too. <laughs> All right, moving on to the New Orleans Saints. Oh, and it's me. Matt Burns Mario. Peak. Oh, well. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. I see this is going to be a train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> he just wants to destroy a franchise. He's been waiting for it all night. So. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I mean, that, 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 so it's sort of a toss up in my head between. Um, Man of the Man of the Evening, Crisscross, um, and uh, Alave, the wide receiver. To be honest, I mean, I don't think you can really go wrong with either. Can we just um, for for lulls, Can we just push Cross all the way out of the first round? No, <laughs> he's suffered enough. Um, <laughs> but I'm not going to pick him. Here. I'm, I am going to go with. <laughs> I am going to go with Alave. Oh, uh, it's going to be every pick. I like Crisscross. I can't believe he's. I, we've got to stop calling him Crisscross. Chris so <laughs> Alave. Over Crisscross. Has, has anyone picked Walker yet? You trade for Walker. He went number three. Oh, did he? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. Oh, the, Wait, the you picked him, didn't you? No, 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 no. no, But yeah, Alex, congratulations. You've got a new wide receiver, and his name is Chris Alave, mate. How do you feel about that one? I I feel good. Yeah, we we yeah. In my draft, I at the Saints two first round picks. I probably would address uh, tackle first, but yeah, um, if they take a larva, I think it's going to be great. So yeah, the, the the thing that swung it was me and Slew had a little uh, peep through your wide receiver depth chart uh, a couple of hours before starting this podcast, and it is depressing to be honest with you. Yeah, um, it's very <laughs> devoid of uh, talent. <laughs> um, yeah, you don't have time to throw it to them though. Well, they did last year. Yeah. They've just all got little concrete hands, so it doesn't matter. But yeah. now you've got Chris Alave with human hands, okay. capable of catching. <laughs> well, yeah. Good for him. Um, so now it is Alex with the LA Chargers. And will Chris Cross's slide continue to happen? <laughs> no, it won't. There we yeah. go. Oh, oh, there he is. And <laughs> uh, the madness. I, I, yeah, so th- I have the Chargers taking uh, Chris Cross. And, you know uh, what? As he's being drafted, let's say his name. Give properly. him his give right, him that respect. Yeah. I have the Chargers <laughs> taking Charles Cross, um, and this awesome is because I hope the Saints would then take uh, Trevor Penning in a few picks' time. But uh, the bastard. Yeah. Well, I mean, they 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 hit a home run, obviously, on last year's tackle. Um, you know, excellent selection, and mm. uh, you know, why not give uh, Justin Herbert another excellent tackle and say there you go there's two guys for the next 10 years that are going to keep you standing upright um yep. you know he's he's probably the most polished uh, pass blocking tackle in the whole class Charles Cross and um yeah I mean they just have a need at, at right tackle obviously Brian Bulaga they released and he played in about yeah. two games in in two years or something Denise for the Chargers so struggled um, yeah, yeah it- so yeah, yeah, I think this this would be make a lot of sense. I've I mean I've seen some mock drafts that have them taking another receiver. I mean, do they need another receiver? I think that's ridiculous. Yeah, it seems a bit like overkill, doesn't it? Especially yeah. when they've got such a hole at tackle. Yeah, well. exactly. Exactly. Yeah, some people are pretending like receivers their biggest gap, but it's really not. It's, it's really not yeah, but it's like you you just paid Mike Williams loads of money, Keenan Allen's on loads of money. Yeah. 
you know i think the thing is that apparently <laughs> keenan allen's got a he's very much got an out after this year so i don't know if that's oh, really? some thought but yeah every everything every mock i've seen has been either a tackle or jordan davis if he falls this far right yeah for the chargers i think tackle's the right move here because well, Jordan Davis, as was Especially pointed out to me last time when Charles I tried to Cross make a point, somehow there at seventeen, like fair enough. I mean, realistically, yeah, he's not gonna, he's not gonna still be there at seventeen, right? Well, sure. you know what? we'll find out on Thursday, won't we? <laughs> we will find out. <laughs> um, okay, so now it's pick eighteen, the Philadelphia Eagles. That is me. Oh, uh, what a coincidence! Yeah, <laughs> it literally is. We are randomising order. Oh, right. If I was going to take the eagle, if I was going to force myself to have the eagles, I would have given them their first pick, nibble. not the 18 one. <laughs> Absolute nibble. All right, so, Joe, you're such a bad person. Uh, um, I was saying earlier, basically every position on defense or receiver. Um, I think a lot of the guys that I really like at receiver are, for a first round pick are probably gone at this point. I mean, Trayvon Burke's there. I'm not. 100% enthralled with him, especially over the guys you could probably get him picked too. I do like George Pickens, but I think you probably get him in the second round. Um, so I'm going to do something that the Eagles also never do, which is pick a linebacker. Ooh. And it's between Devin Lloyd and Nakobe Dean. I think the biggest issue of the Eagles linebackers is the inability to cover especially in the zone coverage as they like to do. Well, look, we've got some decent run stoppers, but it's just in coverage they're really shit. So I'm going to go N'Kobe Dean out of Georgia. Use that right. pace in that se- in the second level. Nice. All right. Yeah. I think um, I prefer Lloyd personally, but yeah, I could see why you went with him. I do. I'm just, I'm just sick of seeing wide open um, tight ends and slot receivers. I'm running. I'm sick. Sick of it, Alex. Uh, it's death by seven yard completions, and it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> All right. So next is the 19th overall pick is the New Orleans Saints, and it's Joe Costanzo. Who Joe? You gonna do your evil plan now? No, I was gonna. I was gonna completely. Because um, I realised Alex alluded to it'd be really nice if the Saints picked a tackle with their next pick, but I was gonna <laughs> piss you off and just pick a QB. <laughs> and, and then I remembered that Willis is gone, and the next best QB is probably Kenny Pickett. Is Desmond? Oh, is Desmond Ritter? Desmond Ritter, maybe. Yeah. Or Matt. No one's talking about Matt Corral. Oh, Miss. Yeah, because he's good reason. He sucks. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no offense. I'm gonna pick Trevor Penning. Good. Uh, big long boy. Physical. <laughs> <laughs> don't know. I didn't watch much of that. Shit. Yeah. Fairly fast for £330, apparently. I think so. the issue with what Alex said, Matt Corral, is that you'd like him at New Orleans or you just. Oh, no. Just, I, was just, I was just adding him to the list of other QBs. I mean, I could see him being a, a late first round pick. I, yeah. I mean, Ooh, I, I'd maybe. be surprised, especially if Pickett and Ritter falling this far as well which they may not in the actual draft i just don't think like corral has got a strong arm and he's quick but like he's never been asked to do anything except throw rpos Mm. yeah yeah but what was uh pat mahomes's playbook like in college wasn't it yeah but screens yeah but mahomes's arm is completely much different than corral's it's a a different arm it's a much more quality arm i just think you'd take corral over ridder in a heartbeat personally i I think Corral probably is a higher upside, but I definitely prefer Ritter. Yeah. I think he's more likely to reach his ceiling than Corral is. 
Let's okay. Talking about second round QBs now. Come on. Yeah, fair enough. Let's <laughs> yeah. talk about that. Did you not? Did you not prep for this? Was going to be a full yeah, seven round about, draft. Oh yeah. <laughs> <Got ready. laughs> we're doing all seven, right? Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm. I quite like. Uh, I, I like Penning. I know he's an absolute bastard, but I find that quite endearing. So uh, I think I think that's quite a fun pick for you, Alex. Yeah, I agree. I'd love this pick. So. All right, we've made him happy. Look, how much nicer do you feel having me made Alex happy? Well, right? I really the, purposefully the, the opportunity him off. to piss him off good and truly. <laughs> good and truly. <laughs> All right, next is Josh, and you have the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, yeah, um, I've gone in this position. I've gone for Kenny Pickett. You son of a um, bitch. <laughs> I've, I have gone for Kenny Pickett. Um, he's... He's been better. He was better last year. He's definitely improved like year after year. He you know, had 29 big throws in 2021. Um, and that's a massive improvement on his only 10 big throws in 2020. So he's definitely getting better. Um, actually didn't earn a zero, he didn't earn a single sub-70 game grade all year last year as well. Um, and there's, his draft stock's definitely ri- uh, risen. I think the main reason for Kenny Pickett, especially for Pittsburgh, is because one, obviously, college in Pittsburgh. And two, he also ticks all the kind of boxes for a Steelers quarterback. And especially coming off the back of Ben Roethlisberger as well. You know, he's good sized, he's poised, he's tough, and he's a leader. And he really does kind of aim for what they kind of want from a Steelers quarterback, especially obviously going off a big Ben. So I think Kenny Pickett makes sense for the Steelers. Now, maybe with other teams, he wouldn't. But I just think for the Steelers... He does, and he's all—he is improving. He's getting better, and especially off the back of last year. So I think maybe a little bit of harshness round Kenny Pickett, and yeah. So I picked him. He's already I in picked Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even have to move house. Have to move. He can stay there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're a lot higher on Kenny Pickett than I am, but I do like him. Do get the, like the symmetry of him of the, going to Pittsburgh. I feel like he's one of the QBs that a team might just like like we said before just fall in love with and yeah. I don't like how he ha- played for five years and only had one good year that worries me a little <laughs> That's bit That's true. Like that, that is a good point but your best yeah. your, your last year's always got to be your best people only yeah. have the one before so you know uh, Derek Stingley would disagree but we move <laughs> <laughs> we move <laughs> alright number 21 the New England Patriots and it's Dylan again boo yeah um, you booing Dylan I'm, or the Patriots, no, the Patriots. I never booed <laughs> I was uh yeah, hopefully not. It wasn't me. Um, I was going to probably take whichever linebacker didn't go when you pick one for the Eagles. So um, I'm going to take Devin Lloyd. I think, um, I think I believe uh, Hightower's hit free agency now. I think I'm right in thinking that um, they released Carl Van Noy. There's, I think really their other big need was probably receiver, but I don't particularly. I'm not. Yeah, I feel like if, if maybe one of the other receivers that had been taken, like an Alave, a Drake London, if one of them somehow fell, that would have maybe been a, a discussion to have. But um, I, yeah, I think Devin Lloyd's the right pick for Patriots here. Um, I, I also think that, I, I mean, I, they've got a good defense anyway, but having lost um, Hightower and Carl Van Noy, it just fills a space that, you know, needs filling for them. I think receiver, they could probably try and address more. Well, they could, for one, address in the second round if they want to. Um, but even after, you know, past this season, free agency is normally pretty good for receivers, um, mm. more more available over something like a quality linebacker. So, yeah, I, I think Devin Lloyd would be a good pick here. Especially because yeah. one of his comps is Donta Hightower, just a big thumper. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's, 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 a, he's, a, he's very much a Patriots-type um, linebacker. So Yeah. Yeah. 
Sounds like yeah, a Yeah, very versatile, does everything. Um, I mean, last season he had eight sacks, uh, four interceptions, and 66 solo tackles. Please oh, tell me you can stuff. do that for every player in the draft. <laughs> that was outrageous. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's hard to argue with a player that fits a need and suits what they like to do. So, yeah. Yeah, he'll he'll be the defensive rookie of the year, I reckon. Ooh, what wherever he goes, or if he ends up on the Patriots, everywhere he goes. Uh, well, I think if he goes on the Patriots, there's a strong chance of it, just because he's versatile. But um, no, I just think in general, a team that needs a linebacker, and that he will get a lot of playing time, I could see him definitely being winning that yep. award. Yep, fair enough. All right, next is Matt pick <laughs> twenty two. The Green Bay Packers. Who are we going here, Matt? Could be fun to go cornerback again like last year. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you pick a quarterback? That would be even more fun. Um, Yeah, Desmond Desmond Ritter. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, I want to go receiver here because obviously Adams is... Of course, because you picked three receivers already. It's your third, right? No, I I picked Williams and... I can't remember. It was a fever dream what I did next. Oh, Alave. Yeah, this would be my third. Um... (laughs) I can love receivers. Um, yeah, I don't really know where to go, though, chaps, to be honest, receiver-wise here. I'm thinking there's Pickens, um, Burks. Pickens or option. Burks, I think. Didn't, did the Packers, they lost MVS as well, didn't they, this summer? Dotson. They did, yeah, yeah. Dotson as well, yeah, that's a good point. Dotson, Skymore. I like Skymore. Christian oh. Watson as well. Not, yeah. Ah, fuck, I'm going to go Pickens. I'm going to go George Pickens from Georgia. Why? Double George action. That's why. Um, yeah, he's, he's also pretty good as well. He's, he's a, a bit of a ball winner. Yeah, good blocker um, as well. What yeah. the Packers like their receivers to do. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I know you don't draft a receiver in the first round because they can block, but it's a nice plus point if you're deciding between different guys. Yeah, exactly. So Plus, I'm... you like shithouses. Isn't that, that, is that video? I don't know if you've seen it, where he shushes the opposition's bench. Oh, get him in. Pancakes <laughs> um, the opposite DB into the ground and then looks back at the bench again. Oh yeah, he's in. He's in. <laughs> don't need to. Case closed. Before the play. Absolutely. Case closed. Does he shush the bench before the play or during the play? Um, before the play, because he goes and puts the um DB and in the ground during the play. The DB. Yeah. And then he looks back at it. That's pretty badass. <laughs> so actually, I've got Miami trading up to get him <laughs> <laughs> with yeah. this bit. No, yeah, yeah. Like, I've got a lot of time for that. Pickens. There you go. Nice. Green Bay. Stop moaning. Good shit. All right, next 23 is the Arizona Cardinals. And Alex, it's you. Yes, this is a, this is an interesting pick, certainly with some of the guys that have already been taken. Um, just looking at my board here. So uh, I had um, uh, George Karlaftis, the um, mm. Purdue uh, edge rusher, going earlier in the draft. So he's still on the board. There's also uh, Andrew Booth, um, junior, the cornerback from Clemson as well. So, uh, I mean, the Cardinals cornerback room is trash, isn't it? Um, yeah, true. So, Stan would disagree, yeah. but they are. Stan's in denial. Yeah, no, they are. I mean, I remember like last <laughs> season, they were addressing a bunch of positions and just they didn't have anybody even then. Their and then they realized at the end of the season. Times last season, like, although the cornerbacks were, I think, consistently shit. It started well, and then the corners were like, they're playing all right, and then the front half fell fell apart, and they're like, oh, if we don't get to the quarterback instantaneously, we actually yeah. struggle to hold up. Yeah. Mm. You know, but, you know, I think an eight-year-old could have told the... <laughs> Joe, you're going to play the for the Cardinals next year. Cardinals that, but... 
But yeah, no, so the Cardinals take Andrew Booth Jr., quarterback from Clemson. Um, nice. Yeah, he's a great athlete, loose hips, he's smooth, can mirror receivers, excels in man coverage, but has showed versatility as well during his time at Clemson with a bunch of different coverage techniques. And um, yeah, could become a shutdown call in the NFL. So. Yeah. Clemson, he seems uh, not Clemson. Booth seems to be like really highly rated on all these sort of sites, but I very rarely see him in many mock drafts, particularly highly. Yeah, I mean, I've I've seen a few where he's sort of seen as like a a late first round guy. Um, I think there is a few. I I kind of see him as like um, one of the cornerbacks in this draft that could be a first round guy or could just slip to the second, mm. sort of like uh, Elam, the cornerback from Florida as well that is kind of in and out of the first draft in a lot of different mocks. So, um, but yeah, I mean, they have a need, I'd say, at cornerback. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. I, like, I like that Elam pick. Elam related to Matt Elam, or whatever his name is? I don't know. The hell are no. you talking about? No idea. Okay, cool. You probably Google know. him, find out. All right, a, um, so pick number, what are we on? Pick 24? Yeah. Dallas Cowboys, yeah. that is myself. Um, I'm really tempted to go O-line here. Because apart from, um, what do you call him, Zach? Um, fucking hell, what's his name? Fucking Zach Martin. Hell. Zach Martin. Thank you, Matt. You're welcome. And <laughs> <laughs> they're like the inconsistency or just being injured everywhere else is because Tyron Smith is what plays seven games a year now. Sure. I mean, he's good when he's there, but the rest of that O line is yeah questionable. So where would you? So I'm tempted to go there, but. After what happened with Randy Gregory in the offseason, losing out on him, him going to Denver, yeah, I'm going to go to Carl Aftus out of Purdue. Yeah. I think he's a really good pass rusher, solid against the run as well. It's weird that he's rated, yeah. I mean, sort of behind that first pack and Jermaine Johnson because I think he's a very good player. So I think if they can get him here at 24, a little bit of a steal for them. Yeah, nice. definitely. Do you think, though, they would pass up on uh, Linderbaum? The center from Iowa. They do with, love to draft said, first round, first round. Worked out pretty well from last time with Travis Frederick at the end of the first round. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It, it was. It was a toss up between those two. I. They're both. I just think their their secondary was helped so much when they had a full strength pass rush last year. Yeah. That if they don't have someone to complement that they're going to really struggle on the back end because I don't think the secondary is particularly good at all. But there's, but yeah. he, but if you're picking one guy, I think you can make a bigger difference as edge rusher than you can with one guy in the secondary, especially with who's left. Sure, yeah. Yeah. I do think Linda Barnes good, though. But the thing is, Biotish is okay. I think the difference between those two guys is di- isn't as high as it would be between taking a top edge rusher. Yeah. George Carl left Um. Okay. 25, it's me, Buffalo Soldier. Um, <laughs> so I put down as needs of Buffalo. I had cornerback. There's quite a few cornerbacks have gone off the board now. Yep. Um, running back, I wouldn't pick a running back in this first round, to be honest. Uh, tight end, oh, once again, I don't think that's a, really a first round worthy tight end. Potentially tackle, but then... I don't think the value's as good there. So I'm going to actually go interior defensive lineman with Devontae Wyatt. Who, yeah, I mean, it's not really the sexy pick in the first round, but it fills a definite need 
Uh, I mean, consistently they were pretty trash at, um, <laughs> against the run, Buffalo, and it seems to be like one of their biggest. Yeah, I mean they're a good team. They don't really have a team. I mean, you're right. I think corner would Stopping be the biggest hole. Run would be well, corner potential. Yeah, but I'm just thinking that, the corners we've got left at this point. It's, it's a bit. Yeah, that's what I was going to agree with you. I think is maybe like you said, like maybe um, yeah, Kaya Elam. Elam Daxon Hill can play good and nickel, and you can play him at safety yeah, as well. I just feel like that's more of a reach than yeah. if I pick the best. This pure does, interior defensive lineman available. This does absolutely strike me as a trade down spot, especially if they're yeah, but we're not doing trade downs. No, I'm, I'm, we're allowed to talk. How good is their center? A, is their center any good? It could be Lindenbaum, but I think they do actually have a decent center. They've got a good solid O line. Go with what your heart yeah, says, they need Joe. A tackle. Yeah, but then yeah. at the same time, Roger Safford is going to be 34 in June. On that interior of the O line for Buffalo, so maybe. No. Roger Safford in Buffalo now. Big time. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Devontae. is a good center. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Devontae Wyatt. Yeah, nice. Lock it in. Yum yum yum. Yum yum yum. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's good at getting pressures on the QB as well, which is nice to see from an interior big guy. All right. So next up, pick twenty six. Who are we on? Tennessee. Tennessee, Tennessee Titans. Titans and Josh. Yes, um, I have gone for interior offensive line here for the Titans, and I've gone with Kenyon Green um, in this position. I think that they struggled a lot. I mean, last year their main weakness, apart from the wide receiver, was protecting the passer. You know, it was a real, real issue. They couldn't protect Tannehill at all. And also they got Robert Woods in free agency, Tennessee. So wide receiver right now, in especially in the first round, isn't a massive priority for them. Mm. And Kenyon Green, he's versatile. He can play anywhere along the line. And his strength is the passing game. And that is what they need. He's quick. He can mirror defenders. But also, he can also excel in the run game too. You know, he's naturally strong, which means he does excel in that department. So for Tennessee Titans and what they need, they need to protect the passer, but also you've got to cater for Derek Henry as well. So I think he kind of ticks all the boxes on what they need, but they need an interior offensive line because last year... Their their offensive line was 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 terrible. It was it was awful. Um, they've got a lot of old receivers, a lot of injuries. So yeah, I'm going Kenyon Green. 26. Question, Josh: Why Kenyon Green over Zion Johnson or Tyler Linderbaum? Funny. Just got a, just got a feeling in my bones. Kenyon Green. Kenyon, yeah. <laughs> Josh, why are you favorite. not a GM, mate? That's my favourite. <laughs> Is it the versatility factor, maybe? But it's the yeah. bones, Joe. The yeah. bones. Linderbaum can't play guard. No, but they also need a centre. They need just. They just need O linemen. Yeah. I mean, if they, they just. Yeah. They, I, I, okay. I don't think it matters. They just need O linemen. Any, yeah. any, anything will do. Get them all. All right, Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a piece of theatre. All right. So next up, we are pick 27, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and it is Dylan Oakley. Is this your last pick, Dylan? You got one uh, more? I believe, I believe so. Yeah, it is. Um, Ooh. Oh, Make it a good. So. One. <laughs> um, I'm going to go O-line again. Uh, I think I would love to pick Linderbaum here because I think he should have, he should go at some point soon. I think he's incredibly good. No um, although in real in, in real life, I'm secretly praying that he falls to the Bengals. I don't think he will, but you never know. Um, yeah, this is why you're not picking him, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not. It's because the, the books are kind of all right at centre. And if Linderbaum was more suited that he could play guard as well, then I definitely would take him here. Um, but he isn't particularly suited um, to play guard, so I'm going to take um, Zion Johnson. 
um, mm. because their O line, I mean, it's not terrible, but they have lost, um, I believe, Alex Kappa left. I, I want to say they lost someone else. I might be wrong. Um, but uh, I mean, they're. I Oh yeah, Marpet, that's it. Um, so I, I do think they need a guard, and it's probably their, their biggest need. Um, and you know, if Brady's coming back for another year, they've got the team to have another crack at it. And especially in the NFC, the way the NFC set up, you know, this year, um, they're going to be, you know, probably one of the top teams in the NFC. And so protect Brady, give him time to throw, and maybe have another chance at a Super Bowl run. Yep, hard hard to argue with that. Um, slots right in, fills a need again. Yeah. Very sensible drafting from Dylan. Mm. <laughs> All right, next up. Not like, from not like Sen- me, it was just I feel it in my bones. Yeah, well, yeah, I was so. actually going to go to Matt next at the Green Bay Packers and see what happens here. <laughs> I feel a receiver. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, I've already given him one receiver. Mate. God, I'd say it'd be ridiculous. Given this draft three. Yeah, um, how happy would it make Aaron Rodgers on his last year they give him two receivers? Oh, I'd, be, I'd be absolutely pure buzzing with another receiver. Uh, uh, no, I'm actually pretty. I'm, I'm thinking of going safety here, actually. Um, you look at you look to me like you were waiting for approval there or something. Can I go? See? <laughs> no, I'm go I'm going to go uh, I'm going to go Daxton Hill. I actually quite like Daxton Hill. I think he's good. And uh, <laughs> both their safeties are, are knocking on a bit now, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Eddie, what's his face? Daxton. Eddie, a... what's his name? Jackson. Is Eddie Jackson on you're, the Packers? Still Eddie Jackson, right? Eddie Jackson. You think of Adrian Amos? Safety. Adrian Amos is who I'm thinking of. Yeah, exactly. Not <laughs> Eddie Jackson. Um, and what? Yeah, I, I just think he's that a that, safety slash nickel. Yeah, I think okay. that secondary needs bolstering. Who was that chap that we absolutely wailed on for a lot of the, the Packers last couple of seasons, who inexplicably just kept getting put back on the field? Oh, the corner that the corner. gave it up against the Bucks he in the NFC Championship. Yeah. Shit, what's what he called? It? What was his name? Long-haired fella. Terrible. Long head fella, terrible. Alex, who's <laughs> a really bad um, corner for the Packers? Um, that guy, I know. That's the, yeah, that's <laughs> the boy. Oh, oh uh, Kevin King. Yes, Kevin, Kevin King. King. Yeah. I don't think he's from the past. King. Can ship him right out. There you go, Daxon Hill. Is it Kevin King a corner? Yeah, but Daxon Hill can play nickel as well. Okay, cool. They got Rizal Douglas. He did well last year. All right. Yeah, exactly. Matt, how do you finish? Have finished um, your picks. Happy right. with that. Very happy. I managed All to pick positions. exclusively wide I'm receivers sure can, and, cor- and corner slash safety. We can great go time. over the picks. Uh, we'll, we'll call out where we picked at the oh, end. Well. Your f- so you're running the podcast now, are you? <laughs> All right, moving on is <laughs> Alex, your last pick. Pick 29. The the Kansas City Chiefs got two picks back yeah, to back. Yeah, they got the acquired yes. uh, San Francisco yeah, pick as well. Oh, mm. Okay. All right, Alex, Chiefs, who have you got? So, yeah, this is tough. Um... Yeah, so in my mock draft article, I have them taking a cornerback and then with the, the next pick straight after a wide receiver. Um, hmm. I'm going to say that they take... I think they might take the receiver first, maybe, just looking at how everything's shaked out. And I'm going to say that they take uh, Dotson, the wide receiver from Penn State. Um, okay. They like fast receivers. He's fast. They select him. Simple as that. <laughs> he is fast. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, I was. I'm on the same. Um, who are they called? The Chiefs next. And mine was like anywhere on defense or a wide receiver. Yeah. Okay. The wide so receiver pick. I didn't. When, this was when I didn't realize they had two back to back. I'd definitely pick wide receiver out of one of these because yeah. I just think like their room wide receiver room now is what Juju 
Vontae Scandling and Mika Hardman is like, can you trust one of them to win one-on-one in a big moment? Because you know Kelsey's going to be double-teamed every single snap now. Yeah. Just not sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, Who did you pick? Traylon Burke? So no, I, I took Dotson, but but I don't know. I think maybe Burks would give them something more than oh. Dotson. Maybe Joe's a bit more. Well. Really, Joe's already, really already locked in. in we can just three. we can just remember that it's Traylon Burke. It's not that difficult. My brain. No, no. You know what? Let let's say they let's let's just keep it with with Dotson. The first yeah. answer. I kind of like Sky more in this position. But... What? You're going back to back receiver? No, 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 no. I'm not going. To, don't lock it in, Joe. <laughs> I'm definitely, I'm definitely going defense. Okay. Now. Where on defense? <laughs> Receiver. Can I go Sky everywhere line. on defense? D-line, cornerback. Can I? Can, like, with that there, I think, I mean, George, Cala, uh, George is, Kalaftis is, is still on. He's gone, mate. Is he gone? He's gone. Is he gone? He's gone. Oh, he's gone. Sorry, I wasn't listening. All right, he, went to, he, went to, he went to Dallas. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Just tune out during my picks. It's fine, George. <laughs> <laughs> I think you did call him Kyle, to be fair. I called him Kalaftis. I thought you said Kalaftis is his surname. Right, right, right. I'll let you off with a warning. <laughs> with a warning? Yeah. What else if I do it again? Two warnings. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Limited warnings. To be honest, I think Sam could be onto something with them taking Sky Moore. Feels like the kind of <laughs> No, no, it feels like the kind of guy that the Chiefs would take in the first round. They yeah, just go can... who's the fastest guy still available? You know yeah, what? Yeah, they just, just lost Tyreek. So I think yeah. I do He's deceptively stocky that... as well, Sky Moore. I love that. Deceptively stocky. Yes. <laughs> Five foot ten, one hundred and ninety-five. Sorry, very Josh, stocky. KC fan, Josh. No, Go I mean, the, no. I was going to say the Chiefs seem like they are sort of changing things up on wide receiver. Um, of course, that he'll go. But I mean, in terms of what they look for. Now, obviously, the, the, with Hill, he was just quick, throw the ball deep. But it was interesting when Patrick Mahomes said what he's liking about working with about his scantling is his height. And the fact yeah. that he can win one on, like he can just reach and win those one on ones. Where with Hill, you yeah. couldn't do that. He had to beat him straight. You know, you couldn't just throw it on top of Hill because he's not going to yeah. catch it because how small mm. he was. And especially with, hops, though. Yeah. especially Joe, as as with, resident short king, what do you think about that? I think Tyreek Hill had more hops than people give him credit for. <laughs> so justice. It's slander against the short kind that they can't get up <laughs> he, there. He is a short king. <laughs> he can elevate king. above tall cornerbacks and still get his crap. Joe, we're going to make a meme of you the reaching down for the short king. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, chances are he'll probably just break open on a slant route and take it 90 yards instead. But it's still there as a potential option. But yeah, I think you're right though, Josh, to be fair. It'll be cool seeing what... uh how that offense changes with uh, some mm. tall boys right. thrown into the mix. Yeah, it'd be interesting cause actually because the underneath it, stuff that Tyreek did that I suppose you would be taking Sky Moore to do as well as just taking the top off is that's sort of where Juju operates, where like those drag and over routes. So it'd be yeah, like TikTok. Yeah. Th- about um, Traylon Burks as well, there he's very versatile. He you can play yeah. him in sort of anywhere out. So I think. And you don't, you can play him anywhere. So I think again, you're thinking about Andy Reid and his offense. You know, it's a lot of, you don't know what you're gonna get. You know, it's a lot of mirrors, a lot of smoke screens. So I think that he would be perfect for that because he can line up mm. anywhere, mm. and yeah. he would add something. You know, because he can do a little bit of everything. And um, yeah, I think he would be really good. But like you said, cornerback or edge uh, for them there, for Chiefs there as well because they really need to improve because they let. A lot of players go, you know, Ingram's obviously gone at edge. Um, Ward as well has gone at cornerback. So they're two people that re- they really need to improve. So anywhere on those those three, they're the three key strengths they really need to yeah. improve. Yeah. So I mean, 
Alex, we talked about three different receivers there. Which one are you locking in? Uh, well, I kind of want to. Ch- <laughs> I want to change it now. Well, this. Yeah, uh, go um, on. You, you can change. No. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I do like I do like Burks's um, his versatility, hmm. but at the same time, with Dotson, is Burks too similar to sort of a Avadis Scantling as well in terms of obviously you know he plays on the outside. It's a lot of re- a lot of high. I I would I argue that Dotson is more similar to Valdez Scantling. He's just an outside go kind of guy. Mm. Burks played a lot from the slot, and like you said, he does a lot of sort of gadgety bits as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah, they change their mind right at the last second and they go with Burks. <laughs> uh, like after it. calling Dotson, they, they then call Burks. That's a very oh, awkward phone call. Slap in the face to Dotson. Do they call Dotson they... back or do they just not put <laughs> the card in with his no, name? No, they just, they <laughs> just, nah, just waited for him to be very disappointed in front and of Dotson the Dotson get puts like one mistake drafted ahead of me written on his chest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah but then he'll, he'll probably get... Who, who was who was that? It was Josh who, Rosen. Josh that. Rosen. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> Sad times. What, All right, what, what edge corner? rusher, corner, or right, safety. Just had Burks. So, oh yeah, sorry, it's me. Pick thirty, still on the Chiefs. You know, if you if you uh, picked Dotson here, it would make things a lot more cleaner on this. Well, just, just, <laughs> just for you, Joe. Um, who have we still? What edges? What edges are still available? Uh, I put it in. How do I do this thing? It's computer slow. It's not. Fuck, it's not the TARDIS, mate. You can do it. Uh, edges. Oh, I'm not convinced by those edges. Oh. Fuck it, let's take a risk. David Ajabo, Michigan. Ooh. Uh, he's, he, I don't know how much he's going to play this year, but I think he's when he walked before he... Was it his um, Achilles? Achilles. Achilles, yeah. Yeah. Um, in his, on, his pro, on his pro day. Yeah, none of them are fun. Most injuries aren't. No. Mm. <laughs> um, but I think talent-wise, he's probably the best edge rusher left on the board. Yeah. And I'm not entirely convinced by the corners and safeties. I mean, actually, who have we got safety still? I've already picked for you. It's fine, Joe. Don't pitch. worry. We won't have to... Oh, Louis Cena. There is that safety from Illinois that is really rising up boards quickly that people Kirby think could Joseph. be a first round pick. Well, I was thinking, yeah. um, um, seen, see, sign, seen, Cena. Yeah. <laughs> seen delivered. From Georgia. <laughs> from Georgia, who basically could be Sorensen except not slow as bulls because he's wow. a very short tackler. Could play nickel, yeah. nickel, um, linebacker as well. No, Josh, I'm saying he's like, all the good bits of Sorensen, but can still oh, yeah, move. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you just got like PTSD there from just repetitive burns. No, I mean, I'll, I'll stick with I'll stick with J- David J- Ajabo just so Joe doesn't have a full on breakdown. Okay, cool. Um, Bengals, you've got to go O line. And sorry, with the thirty first overall pick, it's Joe Costanzo and the and the Cincinnati Bengals. You've got to go O line <laughs> if you're the Bengals. Um, they have some pretty clear needs at interior. Well, at every position on the O-line. No, they've got Lael Collins now. He's good. In, as a tackle? Yeah, you said okay. interior and everything. Okay, sorry. So, interior. Luckily, there's been a guy that we've been pushing down the draft board in Tyler yeah. Linderbaum, and I'm going to stop that now by taking him. Yeah. Take him, him up. Yeah. I can't believe, apparently, according to this, like the best centre we've seen in 10 years, apparently, is being taken... 31. Yep. <laughs> yeah, this would be the steal of the draft, without a doubt. Mm. Okay, and number 32, Detroit Lions. Wait, who is this? Like? Josh, is it you? Yeah, yeah, me. Um, I'll close it I out think with a I'm, I'm going for a quarterback here. You um, I'm, I'm going for Desmond Ritter. 
on this pick. Ooh. I think that again, they go, I think because obviously they've got number, uh, they've got thirty-two and thirty-four. They can they, I think they will go for a quarterback here, no which one it is, because it kind of falls nicely for them this one. And you know, but they're not wasting a pick because they've got one, two, two, two picks later. Um, so I like I like him because I mean he improved every year at the Cincinnati. Um, yeah, in Cincinnati, and he's also in four years there as well, which means he's experienced, which is really, yeah. really key. Got some playing um, time, and he, you know, like I said, he improved every year. You know, he had a career high grade of 90.7 last year in 2021, which again, you know, he's experienced, he's improving, he's got great arm talent, he's an exceptional runner, too. And that makes him a dual will threat. And I think that does open the playbook for anyone. And mm. especially in the way, again, this NFL is going, you look at the quarterbacks that are now being drafted, he fits that mold perfectly. Uh, you know, he can run and, you know, if there's nothing, you know, sorry, he can throw it long, which opens up the deep there. And if you can't, you drop your safety deep to stop that, he can punish you on the run. Mm. Um, so I think he'd be perfect for Detroit Lions and the quarterbacks that are there. So last pick of the draft, I'm going Desmond Ritter. Fantastic. Do you go whichever quarterback's left there, or if it wasn't one of those top three, would you have probably not gone for another one of those guys? I'm not sure. I, I just do like Desmond Ritter. I think, again, he does really suit what the NFL is becoming in terms of your quarterbacks. Um, and I, I do I do really like I do really like him in that. Um, so I I just like I like I like Ritter. I've done my research on Ritter. I'm staying, staying with him still. Nice. Double down. Fantastic. Do you, do you want me to recap with the additions in mind? No, I don't want you to just read through 32 names. I'll post it on the socials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but remember to edit 29. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? Send me a text or I'll forget. All we right. Got, so- yeah, no, I was going say we've got six wide receivers taken. I've counted that. Um, seven yeah. O-linemen, three quarterbacks, Um and the rest, two, three, three linebackers, QBs I believe. Is quite, it's quite say, three QBs. Yeah. I'm surprised by the amount of QBs we've managed to take in the first. Do you round. really? Because I think all the over unders on betting sites are like four and a half. Really? I would bet the under on that. Hundred percent. I mean, I, the I, thing is, you just don't know. I can't. I can't see there being any more than three taken. Yeah, what you world? just don't know if if a couple of if one of them goes a little bit earlier. Yeah. Everyone starts. Everyone does. And a little people start ugh. to trade back in. Yeah. Everyone wobbles a bit, don't they? All right, Someone so Daniel right. Jones in the top ten. <laughs> Matt Corral won. All right, so that brings us to the end of today's show. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you go to thedropbad.com. We got a lot more pre-draft stuff up there. We'll be coming out the rest of the week, won't it, Matt? Oh, big time, mate! Check out our <laughs> socials, the Dropback, on Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> and Twitter. Thank you so much for listening again. I've been Sam, and I've been joined by Joe, Matt, Alex, Dylan, and Josh. Thank you very much, guys. Until next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. The Drop Back with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns Peak, Joe Costanzo, and Sam Wilson. Fuck you did that because I'd have been long trying to yeah. coordinate everyone going around go- Wait, going um, mud. <laughs> I, I, I really-